Welcome, Welcome to, to Nigerian Nunez. Okay. In case you guys are wondering, that's our third take on it. Yeah, and I think we, ju- we just found a very good balance. <laughs> I think we finally got there, personally. Well, you have to eventually, don't you? Yeah, so I'm Mo. And I'm African Kitch. Sorry, I was about to put a I was about to take a sip of something. So when she said Amber, I was like, oh, oh, yes, okay, there's a name I have to give it right now. Yes, there is a name. <laughs> yes, African Kitch. That's not the government name, though, but that's the name we're using. Yeah, I yeah. think everyone kind of knows your government name by now. I know, right? I mean, here I was thinking I was going to be nice and mysterious and, ah, God, finally. I, I think I've let that slip a couple, more no, than just, twice. Not just, not just you, it's like the whole fam band. <laughs> don't seem to understand that I don't want my government's name out there, but it's already out there. It's anyway, out so, there. Yeah. But, then, but we're still going with African Kitch because that's all my social media branding and yada yada bs yeah it's african catch so um this is our first podcast of 2020 yes happy new year happy new decade happy new decade i mean we're generally starting in february so yeah we took a break yes real (laughs) life like 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 all good creators do you need to take a break to you know get more creative you know, refreshing the juices, get back there, get actually some watching in, get content. <laughs> and also because I think there's just so much that happens when you go into a new year. There's all the promises you're making and breaking to yourself. And then exactly. yeah, there's all the other part as well where you're just trying to get your head around all the things that <laughs> you were conveniently, if you've completely forgot the year before, and then grab their ugly heads. True, But we're here, I'm in a new decade. This is the... It's not the Roaring Twenties, because the Roaring Twenties was 1920s. We are in the, what, technological twenties? I guess so. The techie twenties? Techie twenties, the Brexit twenties? The Brexit twenties, the year of exiting things. <laughs> what else are we exiting? We have exited the European Union. Um, the successive that exited the royal family. Oh yeah, the successive. <laughs> <laughs> and it seems that good health is going to be exiting as well, with the coronavirus around. Well, you know, stuff. Okay, so here's the thing. Okay, good. Thank you for bringing that up, because mm-hmm. obviously we are a podcast that focuses on the Asian part of the world primarily. Yeah. And this is a very interesting one. So other than the conspiracy theorists that are around, <laughs> so there's so many conspiracy theorists about it, theories about it. It's also the fact that, I mean, looking at it from a very holistic point of view, I remember when Ebola, mm-hmm. you know, sort of broke out. Yeah, Ebola. And it was like, oh my God, Ebola, Ebola. Oh my God, don't look at people. Gonna touch. I'm very curious as to what's going on in the Chinatowns of a lot of countries right now because I hear oh, they're quite it, empty. Oh yeah. I read a report and they're like they're really empty. No one is going in. And a lot of people are using this as an excuse for their xenophobia or racism well, as is well. There, do they really need any more excuse for even more xenophobia? Ex- exactly. And to be honest, most of them get so Instagram, which is why Instagram is not a good thing for me to be honest. <laughs> so I was reading about how someone said, Oh yeah, that um, you know, people are talking about coronaviruses and they're you know, they're decimating and insulting those from Asian cultures, particularly the Chinese, mm. and that everybody seems to conveniently forget that a lot of the germs that exist in the world is because a lot of British people went out there to colonize the world and they forgot to bathe because they exactly. don't know how to bathe. So, your measles, your mumps, and your mabella. Exactly, who brought small that? Pox, basically, you all you infected the world. Mm. So, please, 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 it's like you bought, well, I was saying like you bought everything, every different pandemic or epidemic. It's not even a pandemic yet, it's it a is pandemic. because it's quite mm, it's across yeah. the continent, mm. yeah. Every single pandemic crisis is something that should actually bring us together, not to draw us apart. Because, yes, I'm not saying go touch somebody who you know has coronavirus. No, I mean, don't, don't do that. That's <laughs> stupid. But I do mean that we should support each other. <laughs> Why are you rubbing? I'm just thinking that you know, you see someone going like. <laughs> 
I love you, Corona. No, not that. But I do think that, you know, the things that, there are more things that draw us together than set us apart. So let's not use this as a point to be xenophobic. Let's not use it as a time to be negative towards each other. Let's be close to our fellow brothers and sisters who are suffering. Exactly. And right now, there really is no way of solving this problem. So, you know, it might end up being there's going to be more just, Corona than anything else. Exactly. Just, you know, if you've got a face mask, put it on. Um, it, you know, they have a lot of steps on the WHO website, the World Health Organization website, mm. about what to do to, you know, not get to protect yourself. But it still doesn't mean that because someone is Asian, they have it. Exactly. That's just bullshit. And also, and, uh, I mean, to be honest, you're gonna die. You're gonna die. So Jay, if it's your time, it's your time. You could cover yourself in what they call these things, a sanitizer. Exactly. Or anti, because actually, antivirals you need. Yeah, you need Why antivirals, not, not um, um, antibacterials. What exactly. people seem to be having. You know, it's antivirals you need. You put all the face masks on. You could lock yourself in your house. You could decide mm. to go eat Chinese food, which is really detrimental to you because I love Chinese food. Me too. But whatever the case might be, you could do all of that I and still, still get it. So, you know. So, you know, you just have to be careful. Exactly. I have my very cute face mask, but that doesn't mean that's not going to get me. If it I gets me, it gets me. Exactly. And I'm like, I don't really, my face is too cute to be covered up by some weird funny thing. Anyway. You can get some a cute, some a cute one. I know, but I keep thinking to myself that, okay, so here's the thing. Um, I don't, you know, I've always told you, the whole idea of dying for me is like, okay, you just die. <laughs> what I don't like is the way you die, you know, suffering. I don't want this, yeah, the prolonged mm. thing, no, no, like, no, no, just no, no, take no. me out, you exactly. take me out. Let I don't need go. the prolonged stuff. Exactly. Anyway, so I just noticed your t-shirt. Yes, my Naruto t-shirt, yeah. Ah, Naruto Shuppudan. Naruto Shuppudan. Very unbranded, I'll show. That's true, <laughs> I was wearing it because I'm trying to be cool. I just thought to myself this morning, when do you try to be cool? You said I just altered my thought for more. Mm. And I just thought to myself, oh, well, why not? Why not? <laughs> I have it in my, my closet. Hey, yes, I have it in my closet. I think I've only worn it once. And I was like, really? oh, come on, girl. You know, show your... If you haven't worn Naruto, you should gotta watch Naruto. Not just, not just baby Naruto, but Naruto's, Naruto should put them. Yeah. And I need to go back. I need to watch more anime. Like I, really need to, I know, but it's almost like... So there's the only anime that I really want to... And I feel like because that's blocking me is the one that Jesus and Buddha... Oh yeah, so there's this anime. It's actually said as manga, mm. which is the idea. I think I'm sure I've told you about. I it. think you told me about this. Yeah, yeah. I found out when we went to the British Museum and they were having that oh, manga exhibition. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the idea is that Jesus, Jesus and Buddha, mm. um, moved to Tokyo oh. and share a room. Okay, and okay. You told me this. Yeah, I so remember. I, I, I can't find it, and I think that's blocking me from moving forward to go and find. Oh, there are tons. Like oh, between I, I and I, we can give you a ton of recommendations. There are okay. lots of really good ones. Mm. Really good ones. Like yes. even like Bleach, but I'll say Bleach season one, season two, and season three are a bit crap. I, every time but... I've heard about you guys talk about Bleach, you've not been that. Um, oh no, we talk about season one, oh. season two, and season three is bullshit. Oh, okay. But season one is okay. ne- goddamn near Moon person? perfection. No, because I keep hearing about Sailor Moon and some Sailor Moon. Girls. Not really. Um, there are tons. I mean, there's one I recommended to Aya last year, which is that the devil is my coworker, which is hilarious. Mm. I'm on Crunchyroll. That's really good. Okay. There are tons. I, mm. I like have a list. I still have mm. a Crunchyroll account. Oh, let me start by um, giving news of this year. Right, what's your news of this year? Ladies and gentlemen, brothers, sisters, you know, I, I'm very proud to say I finally paid for Vicky. Wendy I finally for paid for well hold on. Yes. She used a discount code uh, to finally now. pay for for a year of a year yeah. of Vicky. Yes, a year of Vicky. Should I go I try to tell you why I'm still very pissed off. Because actually I haven't spent that much time this year watching the Vicky. So I feel as I've already lost oh money. Oh my god. Because- <laughs> 
I want a low spend, low buy. Okay, that doesn't make a difference. But I just don't know. That thing irritates me because I'm like, did I you get thirty percent off or something? No, twenty uh, percent off. Twenty percent off. Yes, the yearly. But stuff. I want it to. I want that twenty percent to spread out over the year. Oh not my just god. Not. Okay, so get lost. <laughs> she finally dipped into her pocket to pay for the high, not even the full price. For I'm yelly sorry. Sub. I feel that. And she's still like, ah. Yes, it hurts. It hurts, my, it hurts my soul. But however, I did pay for Vicky, which means no ads, which mm-hmm. also means I can quickly dismiss things because God, oh God. And anyway, we'll get oh, into that. there's a lot of stuff that needs to dismiss. Right, I'm going to quickly just, since it's a new year and all, um, I'm just going to, first of all, talk about upcoming stuff for the year. Um, and just also talk a little bit about Netflix. So Netflix is not playing around with anyone. No, basically. they have bought everything. They are buying everything and anything. They're like f this shit. Um, because you know, as we mentioned in one of our podcasts recently, they've um entered a contract with Studio Dragon. Um, Studio Dragon produces like I would say me, to me it seems about seventy percent of the K drama content <laughs> that we see because of they have a contract with JTBC. Mm. Um, so we're getting a lot of K drama this year. Um, also from yesterday, I think about ten or so dropped mm. on I February first. It's in one class dropped, which is the packs of June. I'll talk about that later. Um, Extraordinary You, which I talked about last year, is now on Netflix. Um, the Great Seducer, known by the British name, um, by the English name of Tempted, is also now on um, Netflix. My Secret Terrorist, which I really wanted to watch when it came out, is now on Netflix. My Secret Terrorist. Ter- terrorist. 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 Oh, okay. Terrorist. Terrorist. Like the balcony. Yeah. Not Terrorist. Okay. Not Terrorist. Not Terrorist. Not Terrorist. T-E-R-R-I-U-S. Terrorist? Terrorist. Terrorist. Yeah. Terrorist. Okay. Yeah. It's a it, well. Oh, it's a good uh, drama. Because um, I'm like secret terrorist. I'm like, which one is this no, one? No, Ghost Wife, and then Find Yourself. These are all shows that dropped on February first yesterday. Yeah, basically. but Ghost Wife is Chinese, isn't it? Um, well, Ghost Wife is. I'm um, sorry. Ghost Wife is uh, Taiwanese, and Find Yourself is Chinese. Um, then shows that are coming up on Netflix as a whole because of I watched. I read this thing about all the shows they bought so far. So there's going to be obviously Kingdom season two is coming out in March. Um, Love Alarm season two as well is coming. Out. It's not really season two to be honest. It's, it's just, just the, the next completion because you know it's sixteen episodes. Um, then there's this show called Round Six, which I'm really quite interested in, which is coming up later in the second half of 2020. They say it's a mystery survival drama where a group of people who feel that life <laughs> are invited to compete with each other for a chance to win ten million dollars or whatever the equivalent of that in, is that in one. Um, they're locked up in a particular location until one remains. And I was like, oh, Sounds like people are going to be killing each other for that. I know. Uh, it says it incorporates Korean ch- um, children games in it. So I'm looking forward to seeing them play things like Chow Chow Chow. So it's going to be Cham. real life or is it a drama? Is it's it a, a drama. Oh, okay, okay. It's a drama. All this is a drama. Oh, but you know there's going to be the secret table ed. There's going to be the secret exactly. um, person who actually set this whole thing up to find out who murdered their exactly. father. Exactly. You know that it's not as simple as, oh, no. here's some people that Fill no, that life, whatever no, that means. No. Basically, the guys that didn't enter Korea, you know, Korea and Sky University. Exactly. Um, then also, The King, The Internal Monarch, which is uh, Kim Won Suk's new drama, is going to be coming to Netflix as well. Um, it stars Lee Min Ho and Kim Go Soon from um, Goblin. Uh, we don't really know what the uh, the synopsis is or what the show is going to be about. We just know they've thrown a lot of money at it. And see, Netflix are ready to basically back that money train up to. 
um, aired the drama. But BTS has it. basically fucked up the curve for everybody. I swear to God. What's who? BTS. Why? Your people. Because the moment everybody realized there's a BTS epidemic pandemic around the world, okay, well, Netflix decided to just go and you know usurp the joy, the secret passion. I don't is, know. I think it came before BTS. Right? I am just. I'm <laughs> oh right. Okay. I'm just getting <laughs> on your BTS side because I know your BTS side gets aroused by me gets by aroused any, yes by yes by any way shape or form even making a suggestion of less than perfect everything for bts so i felt i should rouse that part of me um, i don't really think so i mean i think she says looking try not looking at my face no i'm trying to see how i can put this basically i am a bts supporter but i'm not i think i'm quite self-aware I'm not like the crazy armies. Okay, I'm, so I'm sorry. army adjacent. <laughs> I'm not army. BTS army adjacent. I'm army adjacent. So basically across the street. Yeah, like, you know. Anyway. Yeah. Army is a little bit of a mess. I mean, I love BTS, but army, mm, well, some portions of army. Well, they're coming to the O2, aren't they? Next uh, year, this year. Not the July? O2. They're doing the stadiums. Oh, okay. Yeah, stadium it's tour. a stadium tour. They're doing two dates, but that it's... Ugh. Life is too short, I'm sorry. I, I, I've been to, to a stadium <coughs> tour, which was Foo Fighters, and it was great, but it was just too big. And it's just like, I, you end you up watching really the see. screen half of the time and thinking, well, I could just watch it at home. But also, I'm at the age whereby, I'm sorry, I need a nice, comfortable chair and backstage passes. And in fact, I want to be sitting at the edge of the stage and looking onto you. I'm not going to be... I know. At this stage, VIP or nothing. If they went to the O2, I would have probably gone because the O2 is a smaller venue. But even VIP is not what it used to be either. Because VIP is still, you know, it's... I was looking at some of the VIP. Okay, let me rephrase this. I'm the sort of person who believes that I should be standing on the stage, like on the side of the stage, <laughs> okay, backstage. I don't want to have to mix with people. Life is too exhausting. I don't need human beings. I just want to watch them in my little corner backstage and then go. But that's my bougie self coming out. <laughs> well, I would, I, I, I would, I would love to do that as well. But you know, I mean, I, I just need to find tickets somebody. to be expensive. I just, mm. it's not for me at this time when they do the next comeback you know in about two years and they do a smaller venue i'll go see them cool. for now i'm cool, cool. <laughs> good luck bts fighting um what else um i was always to highlight that uh kim yuso from signal is doing her first drama in about five years because she hasn't done a, um, a drama since signal and it's called hyena and they just described it as survival drama about lawyers who represent the top 1% of society. She uh, is interestingly dressed in the trailer. She's basically in tracksuits all the time. It seems like she's a bit of a rebel. so signal. I'm trying to remember. She's the, she's the female... Um... The female police officer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. So, and it's also with Gigi So... Uh, sorry, Gigi, Gigi John, sorry, who was in Protect the Boss. I think that's his biggest drama. Um, but yeah, I'm actually quite looking forward to Hyena. And another show that um, Netflix is also highlighting they're going to do this year is a Korean version of Younger. It's a US TV show. I've never really seen Younger. I just know Hilary Duff is in it. I think I saw a couple of episodes when I was in America. That's interesting you're saying that because I'm not sure if Younger came before Love by Design. Love by Design came after Younger, mm. which is a C-drama, mm. which I actually watched and I'm going to talk about in this show. I, I don't know if it came, what came first, mm-hmm. the egg, actually, that's true. Actually, I think Love by Design might come first. I don't know. It depends. I don't know. 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 Okay, so let's go into what we are watching before we go to what we are com- what we've completed, basically. Um, so, what are you watching at the moment? 
Um, well, let me see. Am I watching it? I'm about to finish it. Yeah. Um, melt me softly. What is this then? Oh my god. So, uh, Can I shake your hand for going past episode three uh, of Melting Me Softly? Melt me softly. Because I couldn't. Well, well done. Yeah, so like I said, I'm watching This guy got to episode five and then I'm now at and then I just jumped to, I've just jumped to episode fourteen. What do you mean you jumped? Well, because I figured that life is too short. Okay. And I just can't. I really can't. I it's mean the bullshit. It reminds me so what it reminds me of, interestingly enough, is um that seventeen one. Where did she that girl with like pack whatever who's Really there. still seventeen. Still seventeen. Let me explain why it reminds me of oh. that. Because the premise is you lose a bunch of time and you're trying to reintegrate. Mm. Now, and I even could see the sort of, um, you know, those sort of old school, um, ah, God, what are they called? Sort of, um, it happened one night, sort of, that sort of snappy banter, mm. he's got Friday yeah, yeah. thing. I could sort of yeah. see that in the initial part of the show. And I thought, okay, this could be interesting. Also because I like the actress, who um, the main um, actress there, who mm. I never remember people's names, forgive me. Yeah. But Chelsea she was in, in Just Between Lovers. Just Between Lovers. And I, so I really like, and I liked, I liked the actor. I mean, he just came out from military service, who was Suspicious Partners. Yeah, DJ Rock. Yes. So I, I, I kind of liked both of them, and I thought the patter, the, you know, back and forth, you know, conversation was interesting. But then I realized, and I remember, I, I think I'd gotten to episode four, and I was just thinking to myself that, it's not that it's, bad it's just not good you know it's yeah. not just not i mean it's not memorable it's not you know you're not you don't want to continue watching it and by the way question i will have to ask about this how is it that you've been frozen for 20 years you come out you immediately start walking okay you don't need to go to the toilet because as demolition man taught us the moment <laughs> you come out of any sort of cyber, oh, sorry, um, cryogenic prison, you are going to be in the toilet for like 10 hours. So you didn't know to go to the toilet. No, you immediately start walking. Yeah. You immediately had your consciousness to know where your fucking clothes, excuse my language, you immediately know your, <laughs> uh, to know where your clothes are and get out on the street. I'm sorry, what's your point? Are you trying, are you trying to bring, I'm like, no. Are you trying I, to make a rational No, I was like, thing I was here. like this is where, you know, um, whatever 17, it beats you because they actually showed the rehabilitate. No, they didn't show the, No, they didn't. They did. Yeah, but it was after she had walked. Remember uh, that she woke up and then she went to go and look for um, her house and her family. No, and then they showed, because she? She, yes, because she wasn't, they weren't rehabilitating her, did they? No, I did think she, they were. Did they? Yeah, because she thought her parents were going to come, remember? Mm. She was waiting for her parents for a long time. And then it was when she... And then ah, okay. she told her that... Yes. I, then okay. she now said, look, I'm going to look for them. Okay, then. so I... Because I remember the rehabilitation part yeah. of that. Anyway, so... um, That. I'm... Yeah. And I'm like... So did you watch the end? I'm, I just... Oh, you're I on jumped, episode 14. Just, well, I jumped up to 14. At oh, some yeah. point, I will watch the end. I'm not sure when. Yeah. But I... And I'm like, okay, so why am I interested in seeing the end? I guess you hold hope that actually it's, it will be it's nah, a wrap up story. I just want to know how it ends. I don't want to actually know anything that happens in the middle because I know that at the end I'll find out what ex- what happened. Happen. And I figured episode fourteen is a good place to jump to it because is. two two more episodes. episodes more or less for me to be able to say, okay, this is exactly what I expected mm. was going to happen. That happened. So, Maybe yeah. I'll do the same. I just I checked out after episode three. And I just was not I feeling it because I just thought to myself because I didn't want anything too heavy. It's been a very heavy month, um, mm. January that is. So I, was, I didn't want anything too heavy. So I thought, mm, you melting me softly. Mm. Okay, why not? I mean, I will say one thing for them. Their titles are incredibly funny <laughs> because um, the title for each episode, because I remember this was Captain Korea. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, oh, you asses. That. that is exactly the sort of thing I would say. So I was melted for 20 years. Mm. I came back. 
I would have said, oh, what are you, Captain Korea? <laughs> so it was just very, very good. Well, yeah, so that was interesting. But um, yeah, that's what I'm watching. Not really watching. watching else, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say I'm watching something else, but I think I'm... Should I say... No, go on, okay. go on. So here's the thing. So I'm, I say I'm watching, but it's more like I have stopped and I'm going to jump to the end of it. Mm-hmm. And it, I'm loathed to actually talk about this because... Mm-hmm. It hurts my soul that I have oh, to do it, okay. but um, it so. when the camellia blooms. Oh, but that's your guy now. Kanga that is Nio. why I say it hurts my soul. Kanga Neo, the new show after coming out of the military service. Yeah. So basically, I think the two guys, these two guys that are like Kanga Neo and the other guy, basically they came out of military service and just went and do shit shows. <laughs> Kanga Neo and Jujang. Yes, they just went and do shit shows. But anyway, so. Um, so like I said, I'm watching it insofar I've, I've watched episode 10, it's meant to be 20 episodes and I'm like, no, that's it. I'm done. And I'm going to jump to the end because I want to find out. Um, there's a, there's one plot Is twist. it the murder that you want to find Who out? Who the Joker is, exactly. Yeah. So that's it. So I, I, I wrote, I'm going to do like a proper review when we get into the show itself. Gotcha. But yeah. Yeah. So I'm yeah. not going to say I'm watching it, but so I'm just going to jump to the end of it and... <laughs> Finish it and just move on with my life because Kanga New. I mean Kanga New. Okay, you know something we'll talk about it when we're talking about what we watched because I have like my whole right. I've written down the um, breakdown of how I feel and why my soul is hurt and all those things. So yeah, Um, I'm watching quite a bit at the moment Mm because I'm watching shows that are airing. Um, The three main ones I'm watching. uh, The first is Black Dog. Um, which has uh, the actress from um, what's not that show that you really like? Black uh, Knight. Seo Hyun Jin, um, not Black Knight. Uh, you know when she changes changes faces. I don't know why. Oh I yes, the name. Um, from inside um, the, the the beauty, beauty inside. inside yeah. Seo Jin. She is. Ends my see in the drama. Every time I just go, I, this is why I love her as an actress. She's so cool. There's this weird evolution um, that happened with her, I don't know at which point, because you know, before she's just played supporting roles, mm. and now she's just sort of grown into this leading actress. Yeah, I'm very curious to know what happened in that space of time because I think they recognize her talent. Probably. I know, but you know, usually in a lot of dramas by and large, mm. you don't become lead actress at a certain age because she's like now, she's like late 30s. Mm. So you don't usually become a lead actress in your late 30s if you didn't start out as a lead actress? Not necessarily. Okay. There, are, there are other actresses I whose names now I cannot name that I've seen that started out in that role and just, just slowly becoming um, lead actresses now. Okay. Including our SNL girl that we like. Yeah. She's going to do her first lead actress role and she's mm-hmm. been toiling she's been, this for um... a, a while. Okay. Basically. Okay. Okay. But um, Jin, I absolutely love her i think she's such a good actress she plays against type in this she's playing a teacher and the show is basically set in the school and she's a, um, this um temporary teacher and it's about how the politics of how po- uh, temporary teachers are in um relation to permanent teachers and also about you know the school district and basically what happens in the school year. It's on my list. And stu- ah, it's on my list. I I basically I started it, yeah. watching it and I was like, well, let's see how it's like. 
And because it's currently airing, you know, it's two episodes a week. It's on Vicky, isn't it? It's on Vicky. And so I've been watching that and it's so great. And, and Har Miran is in it as well, the, um, the mother from Reply 88. She, was also, she also cameoed in Beauty Inside. And she plays like the head of, this, of the admissions department um, where um, Sihu Jin's character works. And it's just great. I, I, read, I think one thing K-drama does so well is that they choose an institution and once they, if they write it properly, they break it down. They break it down. They dive. I'm curious though you understand the, the peculiarities of that institution and exactly. why it is that it shaped this way and the way it evolved. I mean, I really, I, I am, it is on my list, so I'm yeah, excited. Yeah, I to thought, oh, would they, is this going to be like, I don't know, do they bring like a cable and a cable song or something? But none of that. This mm. is just day in the life and basically what happens and it's just little things about getting exam results and you're like wow okay what's, what's gonna happen so it's like life um live rather it's like live yeah okay. it's like live i would yeah. say it's like life because there is no, I was going to recommend so something. there's no surprising table reve- uh, yeah no 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 table revelation none of that mm-hmm. and it's it starts off weird and you're like oh where's this going mm-hmm. but then it's so far i'm absolutely loving it um, so yeah, that's Black Dog, which is on Vicky at the moment. I think that now I'm like episode 14, I believe, or episode 12, no, what did I watch yesterday? 13, I believe. Um, so I'm watching that at the moment. I'm also watching um, Stove League. Uh, yes, you talked about that. So good. I, was, I had my doubts. Nam Jung is, is not finally, you know, backing up the talent that I thought I saw with him in 12 years. Yes, probably. he is a fantastic actor. I mean, I mean, he plays, you can see him playing evil very easily. But yes, I told, you, I told you that he's psychotic. That yeah, because yeah. yeah, that American psycho look, as yeah. you said. Um, and in this, he plays a, a baseball um, he, um, general manager. And again, it's like Black Dog. It's set in the world of baseball. You're thinking, okay, so it's baseball. Is this going to be, I don't know, some kind of... Yeah, I, I came in with my preconceptions and my assumptions. But it's as well, this is very good and very interesting. Um, if any, for me, any drama I would liken it to is Friday Night Lights, which is a US drama, which is about American baseball, uh, American football. And to me, that's one of the best sports dramas that have ever been written, bar none. I think it's, it's, it's amazing. I love that show. This one, I think, is to me almost on par because I like the... I find it interesting. I find it interesting learning about different occupations and things that they face because I was like, what does a general manager of a baseball team do? And it's just interesting the things he has to go against, the things that they have to do, the players, how you can have really shitty players, um, what these people that do stats, what their role is, and how much they rely on information like that. It's it's brilliant. I think it's a really well-written drama and they must have done their bloody research because a lot of it is wow. Because I checked like some of it. Korea is also a big um, baseball country. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Huge baseball country. Mm. So I'm sure that, firstly, if you like baseball and you understand and you have one or two people who work in the baseball industry, then I think you'd have found out a lot of it. I think I can, I can see with them doing that more for baseball than, let's say, I don't know, golf. Yeah, I mean, I think the only other sport that is huge is fo- um, football. Mm-hmm. So they probably would do football as well. But I think, because I'm not a huge baseball nut, my uncle is, but <laughs> that's the only time I really get exposed to baseball is like listening to him, uh, listen, um, listen to radio, watch 
um, baseball matches, but I'm like, well, I kind of get it, but I don't really get it. But watching this shit was very, very interesting. Also, like, baseball games can go on for hours. They can go on for hours, and you're not quite sure. I mean, you know how to, do, you know what a home run is, you mm-hmm. kind of know running the bases. You know what a like, strike is. But you're like, yeah, but, you know, I don't still get the intricacies of it. But this show taught me a lot, I have I to mean, say. I mean, I didn't watch Field of Dreams, which is that, um... What's Kevin Costner Kevin movie. Costner movie from the 80s or early 90s, yeah. which is interesting. I mean, I do like sports and also a league of their own. And yeah, like that. I like the league of our own. That, those I are really like that. American shows, but films rather. But I don't know. I think I understand because it's like, ugh, I, I can't, the idea of getting into baseball requires me to understand that they can play one game for six hours. And I'm like, why? 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 Yeah, but the thing, interesting enough now, so far I'm on episode 10 and there have been one major baseball match because it's all about the business it's all baseball, about the business of which is baseball. what i really want to, yes. which is why i'm quite interested because it's interesting because there's the pr department so you see how the pr department has to work with the coaches how many coaches they are because mm-hmm. i thought they had like one or maybe two coaches they have about six mm-hmm. they're going six coaches for one team because they're the assistant coaches what do you them. all do it's, and then scouting coaches as well potentially yes scouting coaches yeah. as well and the politics of that uh, uh, it's and also uh, who do who to which baseball player to highlight to make sure you can get the fans in exactly so you can sell more tickets. More tickets who you can hire. I mean, they had there was an interesting one about someone who didn't do his military duty. Mm. It's 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 very good and also um Pat Ubin from Hello My Twenties um you know the I've got her name in Hello My Twenties the sure. crazy one um oh yeah her. yeah the scatty mm-hmm. one the one who lied about the one who's a mythomania yes she's in it and she's great in it mm. so between her and Nam Min, it's been I'm really enjoying Stokely she was also in Judge versus Judge wasn't she yes she was in Judge versus Judge yes um. But yeah, I'm watching, so that's really good. And the third thing I'm watching um, is War of Prosecutors. Um, I think the other name is going by is The Prosecutor's Diary. It's actually by the PD and writers of Age of Youth. I actually didn't realize that, so I was watching episode three. Um, but it's about a group, it's a day in the life as well. It's mm-hmm. a group of um, prosecutors that, <laughs> that, in this, um, that are in this office, uh, but the office is based in... Jejula province which is outside Seoul so basically when you do the bar depending on the score that you get you're posted you're posted in certain places so everyone wants to be in Seoul because you know Seoul is where it's at however sometimes you get posted elsewhere so outside okay, so Seoul and, and and be, so everyone wants to be in London yeah but they kind of post you to Yorkshire yeah to Yorkshire very unsexy which part is, of the country which is not you know it's, it's sexy for People that of course, it's sexy that works there, you know. However, but however, some people are like, exactly, it's not where the, you know the district, the big district justices are, the ones that you read about in the paper. It's not where they're based, but um, but it's... I want family to watch lawless lawyers because of that. Oh yes, yes, lawless lawyer is good as well. But um, it stars uh the, the guy with the really deep voice. Oh uh, yeah, Lee Lee Sung Koon. He's actually in Paris, Parasite. So at the moment, you probably would have seen oh, him. Oh yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's also in my That's Mr. for Oscars, by the way. And he chef. has it. The Parasite is very heavily tipped for the Oscars. Yeah. And also, one of our character actresses mm. is the mother. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, I yeah, know. yeah. I was yeah. Like, oh my god. Oh my yeah, god, she was in that very. She was in that very sad drama I watched last year. The one about the woman Alzheimer's. 
Um, she's very good in that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't think you ended up watching it, but she was good in that. But yeah, she's in it. Mm. What's her name from uh, Cinderella and Four Princesses? Yeah, is in it. I'm Pop Dami. I was like, yes. what the f? No, well I'm done, girl. About that because for me, it's like it's one thing to see your drama actors and really, really like them, particularly their character actors who don't really have that spotlight. Yeah. Of course, now that if they win the Oscar, trust me, their yeah, career is just However, however, it's good to just sort of see them in this other space it's, and be like, oh my God, I know you're talented and everyone in the world's going to see it's you. It's so weird. Pak Wusuk, who was in um, Fight My Way, he had the cameo in Fight My Way as the douche doctor. Yeah. He's the main character in that, and you know, even though he's was raised in Canada and stuff, he hasn't been speaking any English during mm-hmm. this whole um, press this tour. Whole, yeah. yeah, but Paxo June actually has a cameo in it because of their best friends oh. as well. Yeah, and he's best friends with V from BTS. Anyway, there's a whole thing there because yeah, yeah. both of them are doing their award uh, at the moment together. But yeah, I was very like, oh my god, it's Lee Kun Hyung. But he has this amazingly deep voice. If you watch like uh, My Mister. Chef, which is on Netflix, um, he's an amazing actor and he's in this as well. And he's hilarious, it's a really good show. And I don't want to say too much about it because I think everyone is discover it. I'm going to watch all of these, and then, like, in three months, I'm like, oh my god, no, you never guess what happened. So, I watched the show, and I was like, I will now, you know, start verbalizing and verbalizing. It's still ongoing. Uh, World Pass is still on the episode 10 or so, but I I watched it yesterday and I was basically cackling to myself in my flat but those are the three ongoing shows i am watching at the moment oh i just want to say i watched forest uh which has pak Jin, the guy from um what's it called cheese in the trap uh this is his first drama in a couple of years that's a yeah. psycho 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 guy it's absolutely shit like mm. by episode by i don't know it by the 29th minute i was like yeah i'm good this is fine i don't mm. need to watch this so it's definitely off my list i don't think i've seen it in my meandries and when i mean because obviously i'm always looking at new shows and things to add mm. to my list mm. but probably i looked at it and i was like i don't i can't be bothered i don't know i've not seen it so yeah I'm it's on the forest and i also try because yesterday was like my taster day when i was testing things to see right what am i adding to my list and what am i going to just leave me not even bother watching it's one class i watched i read the webtoon so i was interested in watching it to see how it was like um we could get the episode too it's okay it's an okay drama uh it, Everyone should watch it and see what they think. <laughs> I don't want to be thinky. I don't, but at the moment, so I'm kind of like, eh. well, it's not your boy. Don't like, like it's him. my boy. It's Park Seo Joon. I absolutely love him. Uh, but he's acting very well in it. But I'll see how it's like. Uh, it's a very simple premise, you know. Um, but this to me is spoilery to say. Well, it. is is it what's already on Netflix in terms of the trailers? So for instance, yeah, the fact that he's uh, there, you know, there's. What I understand, because I haven't watched it, is basically a guy who's trying to make a success um, of a Let's just put it there. On. Yeah, he's trying to make a success of a bad guys, and they're two girls, and he has his friends around him. Yeah, basically, let's put that it that way. Is, let's yeah. put it that way. guy that's trying to make a success of um, his restaurant, 81. 81 is kind of like Hongdae in Korea. Basically, it's like a street where you just have restaurants and bars from all around the world, so you can see that, like, there's this, pla- this pancake, famous pancake place in 81 owned by this American. Um, that people, you know, go to. I always see it seems to see on Running Man and other variety shows I watch. Um, but it's that's what it's in one is like. They do so they things like Halloween. It's very westernized, but it's also like a happening place. It's like the western part. I mean, that's where a lot of, I understand a lot of um, 
well, I will have you foreigners. A lot of non-Korean people leave. So it's one and Hongdae. Yeah, it's one and Hongdae, and it's very expensive also mm-hmm. to live there or to even have a, uh, a, a store restaurant. there. Because I think a lot of people who go to visit Korea, sorry, so go there because they have a lot of food that they recognize and they're comfortable with, and then that's also mixed with some Korean restaurants as well. Exactly. So you can balance it out. You can basically walk up and down the street. A bit of east and no west, exactly. basically. You don't feel lost. You don't exactly. feel lost potentially. Yeah. And just lastly, uh, one I tried last night it was a show called xx it's still going by the name blue moon um because i was like i'm watching for us let's just see what this xx thing is about i have space for one more show <laughs> and it's i went to i'm going to watch this going forward but these two women uh one basically owns the speakeasy bar called xx and it's not advertised you're supposed to just basically find it as you know if you stumble upon it you stumble upon it um but it's uh have her ex-friend um, is this Cheboles, who basically um, is trying to get her to be her, the head barman at her new bar. Okay, so let me see. There's one who is all about the soul and the passion. Yes, the soul, the passion. Excess. And then there was like, I can make money out of you. Come and work with me. Come but they're ex-friends. So obviously ex-friend. something fell out. Exactly. And was probably within the passion and the drive of what I thought we were going to do and what we've actually ended up doing. Sounds interesting. It's, Sounds like unnecessary drama. It's <laughs> unnecessary drama. But the cinematography, the way the music, and even the bar itself, it's just very uh, mellow. I kind of Is like it. Is it on Vicky? No, it's not Vicky. It's on all those channels I can't mm, get. Yeah. I'm thinking that Vicky might get it. I'm hoping it does. Um, but I do want to watch it. It's on my list. I'm hoping that someone uh, picks it up. Maybe Netflix will decide to yeah. back up the truck. Yeah, so that's what I'm watching at the moment. <laughs> so you guys are going to see what you've completed? Yes, so um, Love Alarm. So I watched the first part of it. Um, and I give it a 6 over 10. I'm going to go quickly through some of these things. And mm. then I'm going to expatiate it on as usual. So I give it a 6 out of 10 because I feel that it's going to really depend on the second half. On what happens know. now that they're older. Because I think it's interesting now to see the effect of that um, love alarm, a love alarm on, society. on society. And also the people that, because we know somebody disappeared in the first part, and I think I know who he is in the second part. But I'm very curious, and of course the cousin slash sister in the oppression society thing. Anyway, so all of that is there. Um, I did say it made me sad. Uh, it did make me quite sad, I think, watching it because... It's all that, and you know, there's this bit, I don't know if you watch it, I'm sure you guys have watched it, where all these guys want to kill themselves because they've not gotten the love alarm. And we're in a society right now where we're so dependent, and I say this because I know it's about myself, an external validation on the fact that it's okay, you can feel, you can feel very connected, it can be very self-aware, but at the same time, you're still bombarded by the sense that there needs to be some sort of validation external to that sense that you have for yourself. So it does, it did make me quite sad watching mm. that. Um, I watched Love by Design, which is the C drama we were talking about earlier, yeah. which is based on Younger. Mm. Basically, it's about this woman who um, decides to fake her age, so she's 34, decides to pretend to be 25, which is her sister's age, to get a job in a fashion magazine. Yep. And as usual, when such things happen, she met the boss of the fashion magazine, and um, as if, no, it's, not fashion, it's a fashion house, not a fashion magazine. Mm. And, um, you know, lots of things happen, and all of this um, um it was for me it was interesting but i still give it a five out of ten it was interesting because of the premise the fact that it was very much love and like on her terms yeah i mean by the time you go through the whole show because i didn't watch every part of it um it was interesting for me because there was the tension between 
the new guy that she meets and this other guy that she meets as she's getting into the yes. business um the the difference in characters of both of those of those two guys one is a single father the other is um a bit of a playboy yeah. and all those sort of things or want to be playboy in his own head but i think what i liked the most about it was how it ended which was that so obviously the pressure is that as a 30 something year old woman you married, you have a particular type of job, you should be ending to a certain place in your career, yada, yada, yada. Hmm. At the end of the show, spoiler alert, guys, so if you want to hear this, please, Spoiler alert, stop, and then skip uh, maybe five minutes. Excellent. Well, no, five, no, not that long, maybe a minute or so. Hmm. And then, so basically, she leaves. She literally leaves with none of the guys to go and continue her study at the age of 35. She chooses herself. She chooses herself, and she chooses her dreams. Um, I think... The acting was a bit sketchy, particularly the two male characters were so freaking irritating. Um, and her sister was just, I just slap her sister, like all the time. Her sister came on, I just wanted to slap like back and like, back, 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 back. Like it works so hard and then you want to go and spend, ah, oh, no, no. So yeah, so five out of ten for that. Mm-hmm. I watched Scams, the J drama you were talking about last mm-hmm. show, was it? That was two shows ago? Mm-hmm. Which is a Japanese drama. Well, you about, finished it now. I did finish it. It's only like eight episodes mm-hmm. like that. About these guys who leave school and are trying to find jobs. Didn't we talk about the last episode? Did we? I'm yeah, sure. we did. Okay. No, <laughs> uh, you did. And then I said I wanted to watch it. Because I hadn't watched it at that time. We didn't talk about it because I hadn't watched it. You said I should watch it. Okay, because I remember I was talking about the beginning. Exactly. So you talked about that. So I said I, that I was going to watch it. Oh. Because anyway, um, I think I, told, I spoke to him about it. I give it a 3 mm. out of 10. Mm. Because I think it was a nice idea. But I think it was a less than ideal execution. Which we have talked about it because no, that's what you said. No, we talked about it. You and I, we didn't talk oh, about it on the show. show. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Because that's exactly what I said. Yeah. Yes, but we talked about it mm-hmm. ourselves, not on the show. So three out of ten. Um, I watched second twenties. Hmm. So I gave it a six out of ten, and this is why. So I really do like the actress who I is love the a lot of the shows she's that I go cute. with. She's it's not just that she's cute. She's also one of those women who chooses herself. Mm. So from um the lawyer with the suitcase or woman with the suitcase. Sorry, we're, no, I'm good. We're pointing in case you heard the content. Um, so with woman with the suitcase to the housekeeper, the um, whatever housekeeper, she's a woman who always seems to choose herself in her dramas, and she has that gravitas, I think, to support such roles. Mm. By the way, did you know that she was friends? Well, supports I don't know celebrity friends with the ex-wife of Samsung. Mm. Yeah, yeah, the one that divorced her, kept the children, and now married a violinist or cellist or something like that. Some really? Yeah, anyway, different joint of piss there when I was doing my research. So I thought it was very interesting. Again, I keep saying interesting. The premise was good. Mm. A woman who goes back to school after how many years, partly in a bit to win her husband back. Husband is a douche. He's a major douche. But he and it's also the guy that was in uh, what do you call this thing? Sky Castle. Yes, he was, isn't it? <laughs> he's the guy. In Sky and then Castle. the other guy the, was the guy in VIP. Exactly, and he's the guy. Yeah, so the other guy in VIP, and I watch VIP mm-hmm. as well. So um, the guy is Sky Castle, and interesting enough, he plays. I keep saying interesting. I don't know what to, I seem, I can't even pronounce the word. <laughs> Um, he plays bad guys very well. Oh, that's guy. Very, 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 very. Because wrong. was also in the one that had um, that um, artist, the one that was married to the most beautiful woman in Korea. Oh yes, uh, Kim, mm. Kim, Kim Taehyung. Yeah. So, but the guy is a, is that's for some reason I think it's that's yeah, like the P. He's a musician. It's quite it's quite popular actually. Mm. So yeah. So um, what I basically said was um, interesting Notting Hill visual references that were <laughs> yeah. used. And, um, you know, particularly at the end, you know, when they show this, you know, the Julia Roberts and, um, and Hugh Grant on the bench, yes. they have that reference at the end as well. I'm like, oh, God, guys. And also, they obviously do no reference Notting Hill. So I wonder if I was like, you guys, obviously, are making fun of yourself because you could see so much reference, too many of the references there. 
I watched Vagabond. Oh. I think it's going to be part two. Lisa, uh, um, Lisa, what have I got? Lisa, um, and Bedu, oh, so basically my, my girl is there. What's her name? Hey, Susie, Bay Susie. Susie. Lison, I, I can't remember anybody else. Lison, okay, yeah. The main Lison guy, G, I lo- greatest, G. So it was in Greatest Love, Korean Odyssey. I you love him. I just, I was trying to, over the over the holiday, uh, the foreign correspondent and I were like, we need to watch this, we need to watch mm. this, because we like him, we like him, but we just never got on. <laughs> Suzy, while you were sleeping, mm. inconceivably fun. Um, we had Huang Bora, secretly, Secretary Kim, my horrible boss. Um, fight my way as well, mm. and Lee Gyeong Gyeong, Misty Hechi, Stranger Misange. So he's that. He's the. He's the. He's always looks. He always comes across as the, um, what? Not the word dapper. The respectable older gentleman, oh, grey hair, moustache, darling. Anyway, so I watched it. Um, hmm. So, do you want to go into it? Do you want to talk about it? No, because I haven't okay. watched it. So um, can't give you a grading for it. Six know. over ten. Okay. Um, they're good pros. Quite a few cons, and like I said, I think there's going to be part two. I think the way it ended. Part two. So how many episodes was it? Sixteen. But the way it ended was very open ended. So okay, let's let me say this way: they could have a chance of a part two, depending on how if Netflix wants to pay for it. I think. Okay. I think the possibility the way it ended was quite open ended, and I think that. Um, there are some questions, there are lots of questions I left unanswered okay. from episode, from the first, from this one that I have watched. But, you know, with K-dramas, there are always sometimes those questions that are left unanswered. The things that are, like some shows that don't close mm, the loop They don't fully. close the loop, yeah. But I think they're just, I think they're about five or six things that they could work on right. in a second season if they choose to extend it. Interesting. But then that's, that's just me. But I don't want to say anything, I'm going to let you watch it. And, mm. um... You let me know what your thoughts are. Okay. Um, I watch VIP. Mm. So VIP, I love VIP is I'm not gonna I think for guys who want to watch it, you go ahead and watch it. I don't want to say what it's what it is, but the synopsis says that it's about a woman who gets a text from somebody who says that um the woman your husband is cheating on you with works, works in, in your, your office in your office, in your team, mm. in fact. And I'm going to leave it at that mm. because it's a bit more multi-layered than that. I mean, you could immediately hear that and think about, oh my God, oh, is this one of those uh, angry wife, blah, blah, blah. But it's, it's more, more than that. So what I, so I gave it an 8 out of 10. Okay. So let me just say what I liked and what I didn't like because I think mm-hmm. that's more general. It's a very well-rounded storyline. Yep. Um, the minimal use of music in the beginning was beautiful because... There are lots of times when you're watching um, K-dramas or just dramas as a whole and the music seems to overwhelm. Mm. And they're not, it's not necessarily a consistent sort of music. But there was a part I noticed, there were, I noticed in the beginning how there was very minimal use of music. It was just the surrounding sound and I enjoyed that a lot. It did change by episode 7 though, which hurted me a little bit. But mm. you know, it is a female-led story. Yep. Basically from lead That's to why central car, it's a very, I love you know, it. And it's female-led not in the same way as www.search no, is. No, but female-led in Every part of the emotion, every part of the subject matter, every reaction to the, the to the environment is very female led. I really, really enjoyed it. I was very well acted by all of the cast. Jang I mean, Nara kills it. Yes, she I did. I just was like, she this was so, woman she was so is announced. amazing. You know, just the way that she emoted ah. at the different parts. And then when you when the story so evolves good. and you look at everything that happens to her and happened to her, mm. you're like 
wow girl i don't know how you do it but you did good do you do you think because when i watched it i was like because i was ex- trying to explain it to uh to deji pop girl, and i was saying I that know, yeah I yeah i was saying that oh because i was like i love it because it's almost like uh it's an issue about this marriage yes but i think it's about communication it's about communication but it's also about the things that we inflict on ourselves. Oh, for sure. Yes, but you're right. It is about communication. Yeah. I mean, I thought about it. You're right. It's about communication, but it's also... Oh. I mean, there was so much other stuff. Yeah. But I felt that at the, the core of it... Yes. The core of it, I felt that if everybody was... Not everybody. The two people in the marriage were honest with each other. Or were... And were or, more patient or, 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 or with each more other. More patient with each other. Because they... The Actually, I don't want to. I don't want to go. I think you go too much into who is <laughs> that realizing. But I think it's. I gave it an eight out of ten. Now the I reason why it. I got an eight out of ten is, I think there was some parts that skittered on the edge of hysteria. Um. It's not that the. It's not so. There were there were parts of the show that had the needed his the hysterics, mm. but there were some parts that I felt were just just a little bit. I mean, you could have just pulled it back just a little bit, and it could have been a tighter expression of what you wanted i felt there was just that edge in there Mm -hmm. um again and then the intrusive back in track like i said because i think like in the beginning it was good not having the back in track but then by episode seven that back in track now just became quite monotonous and it was there and it was just Mm -hmm. it just got in the way of a lot of things so yeah Mm -hmm. huh triad princess See drama. Uh, I think good effort good effort but no uh, yes so Mm -hmm. uh, i gave it a four out of ten and here's the thing. So I wrote, not that interesting overall. Because it really isn't. It's a very predictable storyline. The acting was not that good. It, it, you know, it was just me. It was okay. Mm. But here's what I liked. And that's why I get a 4 out of 10. Not a fall into stalking. I liked the way the subject of gay relationships was introduced and handled. Because you usually don't see that in a lot of C-dramas. And I think it's because oh, it's a Taiwanese. Taiwanese. Exactly. Because it's Taiwanese and Hong Kong. Mm, the references why. were Taiwanese and Hong Kong. So I figured, ah, that's why it is that this was introduced in that way. I like the way they talked about drug use yes. as well. Because mm. again, a lot of, you know, any sort of Taiwanese, Chinese dramas, don't, even Taiwanese dramas don't really talk about drug use. But the way they introduced, again, the way they introduced, I'm not saying, they're not saying go take drugs. But the way they talk about how you can get into a lifestyle that is drug evolving was very, very good. The way they talk about divorce, death, and the female empowerment as well was quite interesting of the main female mm. character. Again, like I said, it would have been better. It wasn't such a predictable story arc that led us to this female empowerment, but the way she took control of a lot of the narrative around her, I thought was quite good. Um, only eight episodes, and so potentially there's going to be continuation. Yeah, there, apparently there's going to be a second drop. Exactly. I was, I think I was more impressed with her acting because I saw her in another show, Behind Your Smile, and I thought she was a terrible actress. Okay, so so when I heard that she was in this, I was like, whew. Mm. But she was way better than I okay. give her credit for. <laughs> okay, honestly, I, I was like, "Wow, okay, <laughs> this is completely different from how I saw it." Because I couldn't even finish that show because it was. I thought she was terrible in it, and I love the actor, which is whose name escapes me now. I've seen he was in like my he, first Chinese drama, yeah, so I, I have think a, they both have the same surname, Lei Lei L E I. Because I remember in the beginning, yeah. the opening credits, they both have the same surname. Yeah, and she's Rebecca Lei, and he is something else, Lei Edward Lee or something like that. I think. 
Yeah, but anyway, I like him, so I... I, I re watched Reply 1988 because I needed a warm hug. And yeah, well, that helped. Anyway, so then I watched her when the camellia blooms. Kanganyul, how could you do this to me? So I gave it a phone out for Jasper Liu. Jasper Liu, thank Just you. Remember this when I was opening my Yes, because I think she's Rebecca Liu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, four out of ten. Huh. So I'm going to <laughs> deep dive into this. This is Kanganyul's post military TV show. Yes, it is. Uh, which is surprising because it was meant to do bad guys. And I think he decided not to do bad guys and do this instead of maybe still doing bad guys. I don't know. So it follows a small yeah. time, a small town, nice but dim police officer, <laughs> as he falls in love with the teeth, achingly sweet, and kind of dim bar owner, uh-huh. played by Gong Hyo Jin. Yes, our, I have issues with that. Guy. Our romance. Queen. I have no, no. It's one thing to be romantic; it's another thing to be just an annoying, even character. She's because after I mean, she nearly ruined greatest love for me. I think that's the only way I can read. That she plays no, that type. That is exactly. I can be like, okay, greatest because love. I'll take exactly. you in that. Exactly. Because when a master son, uh, the master, master son, son is exactly, like master he's exactly son. the same character. So this character is exactly the same. This whole, um, oh my God, I'm so good and I'm so sweet. And oh my God, I don't understand how things like this happen because you're an idiot. It happens to you because you're a goddamn idiot. Anyway, so <sighs> let me go back. So when she comes, so... This character, whose name I, who's Camellia, basically, mm. but it's Dong, Dong something, which is the name of the bar. Mm. So she comes to this small town to open, um, in called Ongsam, to open a bar. Ongsam is a matriarch, matriarchal city town. Yes, yeah, seaside town. Seaside town, mm. where all the women cook crab. Yeah. <laughs> and she, <laughs> and she comes, they do. And she comes and opens a bar and pork stir fry. I love yes. that everyone thought she was married. Exactly. Like, and then she comes, she's meant to be this glamorous beauty. With and then, oh, but she's married. Then when you're like, she wasn't married. Like, exactly, exactly. <laughs> now, um, now, how can I put this? <sighs> okay. I was not impressed okay. by the storyline. Okay. Or a lot of the acting. Okay. I didn't like the idea postulated. I mean, I didn't like, I mean, <sighs> I think the storyline would have been good. If not for the, um, yeah, I noticed the time, but we have mm. not recorded in two months. Mm-hmm. If not for the, okay, so there's a main storyline which follows um, the nice but dim Kanganyo mm-hmm. and Gong Hyo's, you know, t- tooth achingly sweet thing. Mm-hmm. But there is this part where it's, um, where they now have the after shows where something, something supposedly happens and we see, we see the, it's like the future, it's like a future view, a mm-hmm. flash forward, flash future forward. view. Um, but I felt that in the beginning, the premise kind of worked, but I think the continual, you know, nice, but dim, but kind of smart act. And then the so sweet and oh my God, I don't know why things happen to me. And you just continue to be dumb, 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 dumb. That really, really irritated me. Um, I like the fact that, you know, so let me finish. Yeah. So I like the fact that they, there's this sort of wry look and quite insulting look that small towns are suspicious and yes. kind and unfriendly mm. um, but still very family mm. I really like that, that was good I mean I wrote here, Kanganyu continues to impress with his acting but let the side down with the 
erratic erraticness of his delivery. He's a very good actor, he and is. he's always able to give very good delivery. Mm-hmm. Now, but there was a lot of er- it was very erratic his delivery. In like the show. I falls in love with her immediately at yeah. first sight, which is not even a problem because we know <laughs> that things like this happens. But it's like he falls in love with her immediately at first sight. But then his actions during his investigations mm. find the Joker is a bit all over the place, which I wasn't sure. Now, I'm not sure if this is the writing, the directing, or an acting problem. I think it's a mixture. Oh. Possibly. So I didn't watch... Uh, so so um, Gongye Jin, as I said, continues to irritate with that one-dimensional, I'm sweet but stupid. And I never saw this issue was going to come. And I'm like, babes, please, get some dimension in your acting. This is very, very disappointing. <sighs> Um, it really goes my nails. Um, I watched it till episode ten, like I said, but I'm probably gonna just gonna jump to the end because I just want to find out who the Joker is. I don't, I, I don't really care about them anymore. I honestly don't care. I just want to get to find out who the Joker is, and then I'll be good. Okay. Um, and then this is one I am in that interesting. It's not quite. It's not like a show, but it's called. Um, there's this um, Leasing Key mm-hmm. that uh, I've discovered. I discovered her like on Friday, and I think I, I've been on YouTube. For the whole almost twenty four hours, just watching all her videos. Okay. So she's a Chinese YouTuber who does rural vlogs. Okay. And it, you know, so basically, you see her. She makes everything. So she grows everything on her farm. She, um, she cooks everything. You know, everything's very organic. She cooks everything. She kills the chicken and kills the lamb. It is a very real thing. But then she now makes this delicious food. She makes clothes. So she was talking about there was this part where she was showing how to make um how to make um, clothes out of grip juice out of grip skin wow she makes furniture with bamboo and this is her she, she goes, lives by herself yes and no she lives with her grandmother she goes into the isn't she's in the Xinjiang Sichuan province of um, China mm. she goes into the forest cuts down the bamboo brings it makes the furniture herself she did this beautifully intricate embroidery wow and I discovered her quite incidentally sorry she, she made a winter coat from scratch she got the silkworms Harvested the silk, washed the silk. I mean, she what it was, and these what? are and, yes, and these are very these are short videos. These are all of maybe thirteen to um, fifteen minutes. So it, a lot of them is fast forwarded and things. But you see her getting the um the silkworms, harvesting the silk, washing the silk out, um spinning she the silk. She spins the wool. Silk. She knits it. She sews it. I mean, I was looking. I was like, oh my god, this is everything I wish I could be. Except I don't like forests. Wow, she's very self-sufficient. She's very self She's very exceptional in her delivery. And she is one of the most popular Chinese um, vloggers. You wouldn't know to, you wouldn't know to, you wouldn't have, I didn't know about her Mm. until I was watching another um, online um, post by Taylor R. Mm. And she referred to her. She has, I think, is it 50 million followers on Weibo? She has about 9 million followers on Instagram. She has 8 million followers on YouTube. Oh, wow. And she's watched from different parts of the world. And these are these are short take videos because that's what the 15 minutes videos are that chart a whole life cycle. And the thing that I liked best about it was it's quite a peaceful video in the sense that she's doing all of this activity, but it's not frenetic. Mm-hmm. It's not in the same way that you see a lot of videos. So I say, oh yes, I'm organic today. No, she's just doing her stuff. She doesn't really talk to the camera at all. It, the camera just captures her going through all of these activities. There's been a lot. There was. There's been a bit of um, controversy around her saying, really, this one small woman can do all of these things because she lives by her grandmother alone in the Sinjuan province. She actually lives really out of town. Wow. I mean, she's like, you know something? She's like a Disney character. There was this particular part where she had a red cloak on and she looked like a child in a red riding hood, riding a horse. 
Wow. Okay. You should watch her. You really should watch her. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's not quite Mulan because she's not going out fighting battles, but you could see her becoming Mulan because you could see her going out fighting battles. Okay. So it's a very, she's a, it's just, it's a very calming, comforting look at rural life. It's very well shot. It's very um, mm. clear. The food looks so enticing. What's, she, what's her name again? Li Zinqi. So it's L-I-Z-I-Q-I. She's on Instagram. Um... And so, like I so said, there was a lot of controversy about her saying that, well, this one woman couldn't have done everything. The story comes that um, she grew up in the Sinchuan province with her grandparents because her father, um, her parents, her father married her mother. Her mother died, left her, went to go and remarry, left her at 14. She went into what she became one of those um, migrant workers mm. at 14. She's gone everything from being an electrician to being a DJ. And as she grew older, she realized that this is not what she wanted to do. She's only 29, going on 30. And when her grandfather died and her grandmother started ailing, she went back home to Sichuan province and then started doing this thing, um, doing this rural life. And mm-hmm. she realized that she wanted to try and make money out of it because not just living the life, but she needed to get some income in. Yeah. And she started filming with that iPhone 6. And in the beginning, people were like, oh my God, like that's a lie. But they could show evidence of the evolution of her camera mm-hmm. work. Okay. And then a few years ago, she now got camera people like two camera people to now work with her and i'm saying that you know something even if it's not real all the way real i've seen her hands when she's working she's they look doing like, that she's no doing not she's doing it. that and also her hand looks like someone who works you know it's not like it's not you don't have long talent nails mm. and things she makes her own makeup herself Jesus. i know you think that she doesn't do i don't know no so, i'm just are, wondering you know people are assholes so there was a time she was making ice cream and I was reading through the comments. I was like, oh my God, I didn't see where she made the fridge. <laughs> or, exactly. Did yeah, she or, make the fridge or as she well? Was, yeah, because she was also had a scooter. I was like, oh, I didn't see where she made the scooter. So people are just assholes. But she does almost wow, everything by herself. Sorry, and her like... garden is absolutely beautiful. So, I mean, I, I've just fallen into that rabbit hole for the last 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And I'm just loving the content that comes out of that. So okay. I thought that she'd give her some props and that's me that's me done okay i I will check that out she sounds fascinating interesting enough i was like no not a rabbit hole as such but i was watching something yesterday i'll refer to it at the end as well nothing groundbreaking and not as interesting as she has actually uh watched okay shows i've watched um I'll start with chocolate i watched chocolate Mm. i didn't think i was going to watch it because i just didn't think i was going to I'm gonna watch um, it too. Cause I do like Haji Wan, who's in it. She's in Secret Garden, and I absolutely love her. And I saw her on an episode of Running Man. And I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna support your career. And so I was like, Well, I'll watch it, but I don't know if I'm gonna get round to it. So one night I watched it on my uh, on Netflix on my uh, iPad, and then that basically, you know, that was it. I was watching it every week. This show is going to make you cry. Good. If you do not like shows that make you cry. Do not watch the show. It has a guy that's in um, Soul Station. I, yes. I call it Soul Station, but it's not Soul Station. It's oh, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, Hugh, uh, Hugh Kane Sang is mm. in it. Uh, former idol. Uh, basically, it was in Greatest Love. It was the Chinese doctor in Greatest Love. Yes, he was. Uh, it's about this character called Lee Kang, who grew up in a small seaside town, dreaming of being a chef. The kids' actors are cute. Not as cute as Secretary Kim cute, but they were cute. Um, he's you know, and basically, what happens? Don't oh, say what I... happens because I need to watch. I'm going to watch it. I told you I'm going to watch it. Don't you dare! Don't you dare! Okay, all give, I'll okay, say give, is okay, that what's on Netflix? Blog. What's on Netflix? Okay, what's on Netflix is that he wants to be a chef, things happen, 
and he ends up being a doctor. When he was a kid, he met this girl and ma made her a meal. When he becomes a doctor, they meet again, and she's a chef now because she was inspired by him when she was a kid. And some shit happens. Oh. And they end up working in a hospice. Mm -hmm. Now, a hospice is a cancer hospice, so it's basically where people go so to die. So, end of care, yeah, end, end of, of care. life. Then. So, that alone tells you that, yeah, the writers are going to fuck you up. <laughs> and they do, on a weekly basis. I actually, I watched the show to the end, it was uh, when it was airing. And I'll tell you that every week I was like, nope, not crying this week because I know what these people are doing. So nope, not getting invested in any of these people around. <laughs> not going to cry. I cried every single time. And anytime I go online to the other people watching the show, everybody was just like, bloody hell, can these people give us a break? I am crying all the time. And I think a lot of people are very mm, about the end. They feel, I think it's, it's a good ending. I think it could have been tighter, but... Even the end, which is about, which is the end, which has nothing to do with the show, just the end of the show, because this show is about food. Mm. The end made me cry. But did the end only like yesterday or something? Like it ended very recently. Uh, two weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the end is about food, and that made me cry as well, <laughs> which is just ridiculous. They, so this writer's well done. <laughs> you had me. I was crying like an idiot every time I watched the show, even when I'm like, nope. Not this week. <laughs> I know what you're doing. You not today. Not today, say, PD. Say not to say it's a tabo. It's more like not today, PD. What not, to, not today, PD name. But it's, I, I liked it. And I would give it a 7 out of 10. Um, some storylines I thought could have been a bit tighter. But I enjoyed it. Even though it was something that actually made me not sad. Reflective, maybe? Reflective. And it's very, yeah, reflective, life-affirming, I would say, as well. Um, but I liked it. I really liked it. Chocolate. Also, nobody, when they were dying, when they are dying, said, I wish I had more money. Nobody says that. They usually say lots of other things, but no, I wish I had more money, so yeah. No, nobody says that. Um, but it, it was good. It was good. Okay, another show. Uh, um, Alright, um, just to say as well, Chocolate is on Netflix, so you could actually... I told my list, there's so many things on my list, but I'm finding I'm working my way through a lot of the non-Korean drama stuff, because there's a lot in my list, a lot yeah. of shows that I want to watch that I'm just getting out of the way. Oh yeah, that, that's the problem. There's tons of stuff. I mean, a lot of this is because of I download and then watch on the commute. I'm because I drive I've watched now. watched lunch. Exactly. You drive now, so you've lost that commuting time and you can't be when you, you can't be watching dramas when you're watching when you're like driving. Was, that's what it was been saying Exactly. You have to get, you know, bill money. Mm. Um, then I'll, I'm not going to go too deep into this. Uh, I watched Ghost Bride, um, mm. which is a Taiwanese drama. I think it just landed on Netflix. Yes. It's, six episodes so quite and i've i've read the book before so i actually came in with a little bit of a oh i can't understand. i just wanted to see how it was going to be depicted it's good not great <laughs> i'll give it six out of ten it's um set in oh god what 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 they call those times for taiwanese i've completely forgotten it'll come to me but um Basically, this woman, uh, what happens is that there's this, I hate to say table, but rich family, uh, the son has died, um, the mother says, oh, you're going to marry my son, um, and because like, well, his soul can't rest if you don't, if he's not married and was, was unmarriageable. Yes, I don't want it to be lonely, father says, what the fuck are you talking about, my daughter's not going to do that, 
and then stuff happens. Mm. <laughs> um, mm. Chris Wu is in it. Chris Wu is the best thing about this. Uh, if you watched a lot of Taiwanese drama on Netflix, you have definitely watched the show by him. <laughs> He's, he, I really like him. And he was the only good thing about this. The actress wasn't that great. There even mm. instances where I saw her look directly at the camera. And I was like, dude... Well, maybe she's, Acting. she's trying to break the fourth wall. Yeah, she was trying to break the fourth wall all the way. But you realize that? <laughs> I was like, because I thought, oh, are they doing something here? No. Nope, she's just she a just, crap actress. She just can't figure out which camera she's going to be looking at. Nope, she's just shit. Um, read the book. The book is better. Uh, but it's an interesting, um, interesting take. The cinematography is gorgeous. Um, the trap music that they use is interesting. Um, it's a, I think it's a Hong Kong and Taiwanese uh, mm. production as well, but I'll say watch maybe the first two episodes, then read the rest. Read I the think book. I saw it when I was going through my list, and I'm like, I uh, it's it, it's, it's a, not compelling. The premise is not compelling enough for me to say I want to sort of sit down and watch there's it. There's a mystery. Like, there's a murder mystery yes, at I the know. end. I saw, and, but, I, I saw the pre- mm. I saw the previews, and yes, it said that. Mm. But I just keep thinking to myself that I think of all the things I want to watch. All the things I have to watch, and all the things that I'm compelled to watch, and this kind of doesn't really track high enough. In I, I would I would say if it was 2010 Netflix, then yeah, sure you can watch it to be a priority. But now when we're getting new stuff, you're like mm, 2020, a whole decade down the line. No, no, no. Mm. Um, then as I said, what VIP? Uh, absolutely loved it. Uh, Wendy, we kind of discussed it already. Mm. I I gave it eight out of ten because I just yeah, so fantastic. did I. Yeah, I get air ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. Um, then I watched um, "Mellow Is My Name." You talked the about that dramatic. Yeah, I mentioned it about three podcasts ago. Yeah, that well, I was starting said, it. No, no, you said I, you'd finished it. I think I texted you and told you I'd finished it, oh. and I told you you need to watch it. Yes, yeah, not my list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, "Mellow Is My Name" or "Be Be Melodramatic" is, to me, I think it's one of the best. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, experimental age. takes on K drama that I've seen. Huh. Because I can, as because I can, I can totally understand why a channel will say no. We're not gonna broadcast this. This is too loopy. Out there, yeah. This is too out there for us. But I'm glad that they did. It's it's not fantastic. It's a bit uneven. Truth be told, but I think. What the writer tried to do was, I, I think she should be congratulated. I think it's a really good, I think it's a good show. And I really enjoyed it because I think if you're a K-drama watcher, you would enjoy it because it's very meta. The mm. whole thing is meta. A lot of people are saying that, oh, I think the words people are using is that it's age of youth, but for women. Uh, nah, I won't call it age of youth for women. They have, it's about three women who live together. And I think that's where the the comparison. Well, age of Youth was primarily about was primarily about women, nonetheless. So I don't really. I know, know but this no, these are all these no, women in their thirties. And I can see the comparison, but I wouldn't say his Age of Youth is a bit more nuanced than that. Nuanced than that. Um, I don't want to go Look, give into a score. it. Give a score. Give a score. I I gave it seven out of ten. Okay. Okay. I what I loved about it, what I'll say is that one woman, one of the women is a writer who is actually, I think, basically the writer of the drama herself. Uh, then one is a documentary maker, and the third works in PPL in uh, product placement. placement in dramas. 
that already tells you how meta their this life, whole thing is going to be. Interlinked in some weird way. Yeah, yeah. and basically, how she's writing, especially the, as she's writing the drama, it's about the drama you're watching itself, mm. which I thought was so like a drama in a drama, drama in a drama, and it was, the PPL thing was hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. There's some there's some instances where you're just like, oh my god, I'm sure that really happened. Well, yes. And she's talking about she's putting it in here, and it's just basically the the, the stress that a writer goes through in writing a drama, um, how stuff gets commissioned because you're just basically seeing this woman get, uh, this writer lady basically get um picked. She she's one of the guys walking. I I call them, but that's not the um actually the industry word. But you know when they write for a writer. There's a, oh, they are like assistant writer. Yeah, they're assistant writer, and then she gets plucked out of that to like become a writer. Room. Exactly. You know where they have this, the big writer that's supporting, mm-hmm. and they say that Kim Wosuk has like four different yeah. writers. So they're assistant and, writers, and because, yeah. Exactly, and gets plucked to do her own drama, and mm-hmm. it's just the process of that. It's very interesting, mm-hmm. and I really liked it. The girl that we like in um, Beauty Inside, there was a show that she did where she was, ah, oh, God, I forgot this. Where she's going to be, she's an older woman who's de- who married, who goes into a relationship with a younger guy who's a chef and owns a restaurant. Yeah, Temperature of Love. Temperature of Love. So it's something yeah, like... Exactly, where she's playing a writer. Yeah, a writer's assistant. Yeah, because in Silicon Valley, they call them hives, but mm-hmm. I don't know what they call them in um Korea. in Korea, but it's like that. And it's the presence of her making her own drama. And it's just, it's... I really liked it, mm. and it was quite sad. And Dami started my sorry, my foreign correspondent started to watch it as well. Then he got I was like, oh, there was too like, there's something this bit too sad for him. I was like, yeah, it's in the title, be mellow, be melodramatic. But I quite liked it. It's mm. very feminist leading as well because of yeah, there's three women, and I thought that it was just ugh. I really like it. A lot of dramas are actually bringing out that female, um, those core female characters, you know, multi-strand yes. female characters. A lot of them seem to be doing that more and more. So it'll be interesting to see how that evolves over the next few months and years mm. within K-drama. Mm. But I highly recommend it. Um, be Mellow. It's not perfect, but I think it's a really good attempt. And it really, I, I'm glad it got greenlit. Whoever was the executive that greenlit it. Well done. You went well done something you. new. Seriously. Well done. Uh, I finished Psychopath Diary. It was good. Really watched it only for you and she because I absolutely love him. Um, but I would give it like a 6 out of 10. Really. That's quite high. Yeah. You know, I looked at it and I don't think I will give it that high. I, I, mean, I haven't watched it, but I'm like, I looked at it for it. I'm like, I'm not sure I want to do this. Yeah, it was okay. I, it, mainly for him because I mm-hmm. really think that because of that, I rewatched Flower Boy Next Door because it's now on Vicky yes! and that was like the first drama, one of the first dramas I watched on uh, Drama Fever. I saw that, Flower Boy Next Door because we pack your, pack what's in Oh yeah, Pak Shin Hae. Yeah, Pak Shin Hae because I saw it, I was like, this is interesting. It was like all oh, these pretty boys and her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Her. It's the third in the Flower Boy series. Okay. Um, it's good. It, it's, it's, for me, well, I, I watch it differently from everyone else because of it. it was one of the first things I watched and I was like, ah, this is K-drama, mm-hmm. huh? That's like um, me and, um, 12 year promise. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. So it's it's good. I would recommend it. It's just, it's, it's one of, it's visual chewing gum, like leave your brain at home kind of thing, but I quite enjoyed it. And you yeah, sometimes you need it. that. Sometimes you want things to deeply. Yeah. So that's what I've watched. Um, I just wanted to say, I'm also, I forgot to say that I'm watching Find Yourself on Netflix as well, which is this Chinese drama. It's for a Chinese drama. It's actually quite it funny. Interesting, because I think I think it's, I think I put it on my list. But tell me, what is it about? It's about a thirty-year-old woman who is basically um, comes to a period of life where her, everyone is asking, "Why? How come you're not married? How come you're not married? How come you're not married?" Mm-hmm. And she meets the and basically this. Uh, it's basically her meeting this younger guy, and an older guy, 
uh, almost at the same time. And basically, it's like, oh, who is she going to choose? Is it? It sounds a bit like I do, I do. Better than I do, I do so far. Mm-hmm. And that's about a Chinese drama. That's in a lot. Yeah. It's, uh, it, <laughs> it's quite funny how they depict the whole society stuff of like, oh, the daughter lives in that home. And she's like, she's a really good, well-rounded career mm-hmm. woman, all that. Mm-hmm. She has a brother who's a um, lecturer, or a more mm-hmm. respected lecturer, but he's a bit of a douche yeah. as well. Uh, but it's, I think the way it's written and the way it's done is actually quite funny. Yeah, but it seems to be about 30 episodes, I think. But it's 40 minutes because I started it and there was like at least six episodes available. And then I was like, oh, how many episodes? And I kept scrolling down. I was like, why? See, there are some dramas that I cannot watch. They're on my list. I cannot watch because it's 70-something episode. I cannot bring myself to invest that amount of time. Look, it's so oh, my long. general. It's okay, too long. Okay, all my jaw all my sort of changed at like about episode 10 mm. or something. So that, that sort of removed me from it. But it's just too long. I know. It's too, it's very long. It's Which is why I understand why it is that Netflix, when they get those um, 32 episodes, they actually turn into 16 episodes. Yeah. No, no, nobody got, nobody got time for this. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, exactly. uh, okay, so yeah, those are the dramas that we are watching or we've completed mm. so far. 2020 seems to going to be another good year for K-drama, yeah, it seems. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll be back next month with obviously a uh, more updated list of what we're watching we're going, i'm going to try and complete as many dramas as possible i've been slipping a bit but um i can't guarantee i'm going to complete it I, i'll I'm try gonna, i'm going to do what i can because i do i can there's so many other shows that i want to watch that and the other things i'm doing as well i'm and, i'm listening to a ton of music at the moment so it's just like uh, we'll exactly. see we'll see we'll see and i've restarted the african kitsch uh, for season three Okay. So I have the videos out, so I have to do a lot of editing on that and interviewing mm. people and, you know, pretending I know what the hell I'm talking about regarding arts and culture. Mm. But so it's just, there's just a lot of things. So I'm going to try to make, what well, has the thing I can almost guarantee. Mm. I will watch at least. There'll two. be at least two I'll finish. Yeah, exactly. I'll give you guys that. There'll, There'll be, be at least two. two I'll finish, but. But it sounds like we're breaking up, don't it? It sounds as though, oh my God, yes, we love you, but it's not you, it's me. Oh, no, no. We're <laughs> just not that. We're warning you. <laughs> it's not that. I think also you might actually, some of you guys might like, it doesn't be quite as long. We might actually just be keeping it to the under uh, one hour. Yeah, it probably premise, is. So. I mean, the reason why I could watch all of this was because of we're coming off of a holiday. Yes. So I was a lot I was able to watch. Yes. We'll see. Anyway, thank you for listening to our show. Thank you very much for listening. Comment, share, like the usual things we always tell you to do because, at popgram podcast um.co.uk your instagram is at Af- 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 africa underscore kitsch but you know something just goes to my website because oh. i have one of those now www.africankitchkitch.com dot africankitch.com and on there you find out i've not been able to integrate the lunas in there yet yeah. but you have my i have my vlog my video vlogs on african contemporary african art and culture i'm doing book reviews on there as well from uh, books by african and writers of african descent as well and then i have my own series which talks about african kitsch on any number of things coming up is going to be an article on waxing oh okay oh god it was painful oh we just looked at that point <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, I'm at Dupsy La La La. That's D U P S Y L A L A L A. You can spell your own. I guess. Uh, underscore. So I don't really post a lot, but you know, 
you know, if you she have comments things. and stuff or you two are a BTS army or you want to talk about, you know, BTS are, adjacent. You know, if you're a BTS army adjacent, I, I don't mind army as long as you're not crazy. Um, seriously, as long as you're not crazy. Uh, and you want to talk about Map of the Soul or you want to talk about Shadow or even Ego, which is dropping today. What's all about today? Just talked about music girl all right okay. <laughs> i was like shadow map of the soul what the heck you but talk about that you know drop me a line all right then thank you very much thank you guys it was a pleasure as usual take care bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.